Oh, I know what we can start with. So, California. You can go, dude. About me and Sam. <laughs> I think we're already going. We are doing Me and Sam was talking about, uh, we were just talking about Cali and stuff like that because we were supposed to go this year for her birthday and for y'all birthday, things like that, stuff like that. So, I was listening to uh, 72 and 10 and <clears throat> throughout ticket prices going to Cali. Now, look, I was like, oh my God, I sent you a screenshot of it. Round trip, dog. I wanted to go Labor Day. Or I was just looking at Labor Day because I know we ain't going no damn way because this shit just keeps spiking and keeps spiking and keeps spiking. So we ain't going no damn way. But, um, just for shits and giggles. <laughs> one thing, two people round trip. From how, how much? Friday, 150. Two so people round trip. What you mean 150 From each? Total. No, 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 man. You're saying you're You are telling me. From September 3rd to September 6th. You are telling me that for $150, two people can fly a round trip from Milwaukee to LA? No, Chicago. So the flights are wait the flights to Chicago? No, no Chicago to LA. to LA. Oh, okay, yeah. I got you. Mm. LA. You know, you know. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like, mean, oh, shit. To be honest, like Milwaukee, that's the deal. Milwaukee to Chicago for two people. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, shit. I, was like, I thought about it. I was like, well, shit. What if we drove? And I was like, damn, it'd be more expensive to drive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you're going through more drive. places. Yeah. And it take longer, bro. Way longer. Duh. Yeah. Oh the fuck. Hmm. But it's enticing. It's it's a a good dream because again we ain't going no damn way with this damn virus out here. I mean, maybe maybe you. Well, I don't know because like the fair (laughs) guess wouldn't. Ain't shit open down there. Because like I have a flight that I it was a non-refundable flight. Um. Like for a work trip that I mm-hmm. changed into an open ticket, and like essentially they said they gave me a year from the cancellation date to change it to a different flight. So like, cause like they're not giving me my money back. So it's just like you can still fly even if you can't go like when you were supposed to. But like that's dependent on the fare. So even if the fare goes up, like you still. But at least you have like a credit towards it. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Hmm. <clears throat> I thought about Maybe it. I'll... I was definitely looking at like Paris and. December, it was like <laughs> Chicago to Paris. I think it was like two fifty a person. Ooh, Again, we can't fly nowhere, bro. Damn, this, this man, right? Like, they're not letting us in the year. This is super tease. <laughs> like when you said that, like I thought of like Christmas in Paris, and it was mm-hmm. like beautiful. And then I was like, oh, they ain't gonna let us in there. And then like, mm-hmm. it yeah, just crashed. we can't go anyways. They don't want us. Yeah, I don't blame <laughs> them either. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't let us in either. Girl, we can't even go over there if we wanted to. Like the realest shit I saw was like the pandemic is a group project. <laughs> and everybody <laughs> fucking it up for everybody else. Yeah. yeah. I'm doing my part. But And now we can't take advantage of these flight deals because y'all want to still go outside like it like it oh, it's a normal God. summer. You but you know what? what but you know what? We ain't even gonna get into all that. Let's get into the show because we can talk about we can lament about our that travel goals all day. <laughs> you the one who looked. You was teasing yourself. 
Pause. Let's start the show. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to episode 156 of Technical File, the sports podcast you never knew you needed. It's your boy, T-I-M-K-I-N-Z, the number three, a.k.a. Ask Ketchum, a.k.a. Mr. Give It To Me. I feel good. See, I thought I didn't hear my neighbors downstairs yelling when they was yelling, but I barely heard them. So I was like, maybe I could get a little give it to me, you know, today. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm the RJ. Only known as. The RJ. And I'm Camille, point guard of the crew, the real-life Tifa Lockhart, the girl next door. You know, holding it down for all the women who love sports. One of y'all ain't going to do can intro for him? It's your boy, Ken here. It's the gentleman. The gentleman. Also known as the everyday gentleman. 24-7. Also known as k Diddy. Take that. Is that right? That was hey, I got this shit. It was close I enough. You can't get mine. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, y'all. Ken isn't here this week. Uh, his baby girl arrived, so congrats. he's doing. Yeah, congrats, man. He's on paternity leave from the pod right now, so you know, congrats to you and and, and the wife. He's the pappy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, I seen that baby. Like that's his baby for sure, for sure. <laughs> that's your baby. All three of y'all. Y'all genes yeah. shine through in y'all children, I swear. It's prone. That must sound like Yeah, E3's turning a little bit, but your daughter is a spitting image. That's unfortunate. Anywho. <laughs> <laughs> no, she is a, She's beautiful. No, she's beautiful, like, dog. She's beautiful. Don't. <laughs> Not calling you beautiful, though, dog. <laughs> <laughs> it wouldn't be first time, too. <laughs> Ooh! Whoa! Hey! 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 Now, <laughs> are you, so wait, are, are you are you admitting that you 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 are getting in on a Tim Swinger plan? Is that what you're saying? Oh. Oh, hey, what's going on, bro? Don't try to rope me into that. That's all, y'all. <laughs> that is not all of us. <laughs> hey, listen, we we passed that now. Come on now. Anywho, that was, that was fake news. <laughs> was it though? <laughs> that was fake news. I don't know. It's propaganda. He got papers I mean, out of nowhere and stuff. <laughs> like he really on Fox News. Tim, can you tell the people where they can find us on the internets? Um, you can find us at www.technicalfile.com. Don't forget to put the K on that motherfucker. You can also find us on the Instagram and the Twitter at Technical File. And Facebook is Technical File Podcast, which is our mm-hmm. Facebook page. And then you have mm-hmm. Techn- Technical File Pod Overtime, which is our group. You can join in with the listeners, fans, and the fam. I almost started confusing myself midway through. I was doing just fine. Just fine. You know, you had that week that week in between. You kind of <laughs> really got off a little bit. Yeah, like really got off. You got to warm up a little you bit. Got get a couple shots up. Get a couple shots yeah, up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I ain't gonna, I'm going to give you, you know what? That being said, Tim, I'm going to give you two free bells like two things i would normally bail you on i won't like you have two 
<laughs> allowable, bellable statements that won't Why, get bailed. Why does he, he get to warm up? He got to oh. warm up. I thought it was because, like, you tried doing that shit last week and it wasn't that easy. <laughs> I was sitting there like, yep. I was just watching, like, uh, the hurdles and shit. Like, she kicked that one. Yep, she kicked that one. <laughs> you know what? Yeah, I see how y'all do. Because when, when I'm not here, I don't come back on the show and hey, point out where y'all miss me at. Nothing, but here y'all niggas Instagram go. on the Twitter or nothing. I was just tweeting. I didn't say nothing. I just laughed. I was like, hey. I did feel a little vindicated. <laughs> just I literally bit. text you. We missed you. I know. Like literally text you that. And I said I missed y'all too. <laughs> Anyways, you see how they y'all see how they You're saying it like you did something wrong. I was just, you know, pointing y'all, out. Y'all see how they do me? I don't say nothing. I be chilling. And here they come attacking. I was like, oh, now you tell this week. Am I? <laughs> did you just rape yourself? Right, I, I don't know. I didn't. <laughs> I didn't know how to respond to her. Be doing to me, y'all did too. I said, <laughs> "Am I?" I asked. I asked you the question back. Anyways, normally this is the part where Ken would probably cut us off to tell y'all to tell a friend about the podcast. I'm not going to do his whole speech, but listen, y'all. People listen to you know friends' recommendations go far. Like yo, yo, word is bond. You it do is. listen to us. You like listening to us. That's why you, you do. Us. So tell it somebody. Is. Somebody. Tell somebody, please. Ooh, somebody. <laughs> Can anybody find me? Please subscribe to Take somebody Five. To to tell five. your people about it. <laughs> you can get more Tim singing if you tell your friends no, about it. You, you don't want that. You don't want that. You the one who be trying to be on Dude Trekkers, fam. I'm trying to I put you on. To on his record, and I don't know how long. I love Dude Chalone a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> I be chilling, dog. I do want to go in there and just play on in the studio, though, like with my vocals, just to fuck around some. Though. That's what I. That's on my bucket list. Eric, can you tell the over. can you can you tell the people uh, where they can find us, sir? I guess not. So uh, <laughs> it was like a Jaru thing. <laughs> <laughs> Are you ready? <laughs> I guess not. <laughs> <laughs> Eric must have muted himself or something. Something happened to Eric J. So, anyways, what were we trying to find out from Eric J? Oh, shit. Uh, Spotify, right? Spotify? Okay, so. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, let's go ahead and run them down. <clears throat> we're going to run them down. Okay. Yeah. Wait, I'm going to let you add it. I'm going to let you add right? it. You're going to let me add it. Okay, go ahead. Yeah. Knock it out. Uh, hey. Y'all, I, freak, I actually don't know his part either. <laughs> we need each other, podcast, fam. You can find us at Apple Podcasts. Yep. Google Podcasts. Mm-hmm. SoundCloud. SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Stitcher. Stitcher. Spotify. We gonna be back. Spotify. They ain't playing with us right now, but we gonna be Man, back on Spotify soon. I'm we just get on the ass, bro. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but we are also but we are on Spotify. We are on Spotify. iHeartRadio. Yep. Stronger than that motherfucker. Himalaya. <laughs> like a player. And Wooshka. Wooshka. Please subscribe, rate, and review. It helps us very, very much. We need all of those. We do. All of them. So share, tell a friend. Tell somebody. Ooh, somebody.
Top listening cities from the past week. All right, y'all. Milwaukee, Wisconsin, number one with the bullet. We appreciate y'all hometown. Appreciate y'all. Let's stay number one. Make sure I keep telling people, put us on. Number two, Ireland was back, baby. Dublin, Ireland at number two. Ireland won there last week? Uh, Oh, they won there last week, too. That's what I just said. Yeah. Then I just said, like, back again. Oh, I thought you was acting like they left. I'm like, oh, no. No, they man, they top 10. Left. That's amazing. That's astounding. That's beautiful. Dublin, I need y'all to keep putting people on. Y'all actually grew in numbers from last week. So, yeah, keep that going. <clears throat> Number three is Frisco, Texas. All right, Frisco. What's that? Shout out. Okay, yeah. Number four is Minneapolis, Minnesota. Biggie Code in Minnesota. Hey. Number five is Nia. Wisconsin. That's probably not how you say it. Hey, appreciate y'all. Nina. Oh, Nina. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nina. Where's Nina at? Somewhere up north, I believe. (laughs) You were saying it like you were familiar. I had to ask. Shout out to Nina. I've seen Nina. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's the safest guess. It is. Everything up north somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Cooper's (laughs) Cove, Texas. It ain't Kenosha Racing, it's north. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Copers Cove, Texas was number six. Okay. Appreciate you. You know, this is normally Ken. That's why. If you're new here, Ken normally is giving the <laughs> shout outs to the cities. I just want to point that out. Mm. Number seven. Yeah, I'm not a shout out. Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> number seven. Number seven was Racine, Wisconsin. Shout out to our neighbors to the south. Hey, shout out. All right, number eight is in Indonesia. So please forgive me because okay. I'm probably going to butcher the pronunciation of this oh. city. Semarang? I believe it is. Semarang, Indonesia was number eight. So another international city in the top 10 this week. All these places we can't go. Right. So please, keep, <laughs> maybe they listen from Europe to like <laughs> laugh at our pain. It's like, over, like, man. Anyways, uh, Gators. That's a Gaithersburg. Gaithersburg, Maryland is at number nine. Okay. Shout so out to you. Is it, is it Gettysburg or Gaithersburg? Gaithersburg. Gaithers. Gaithersburg. Okay. Shout out to And number that's 10 is Goodyear, Arizona. Shout out to Goodyear as well. Oh, that's dope. Appreciate y'all, Zona. For sure. If you want to hear your city right in the top 10, make sure you put somebody on. Y'all got to keep telling people, telling people. Um, international listeners included Ireland, Indonesia, the Czech Republic, France, and Spain. Appreciate you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Appreciate y'all. Keep it growing. All right. Let's get into the topics of the week. Tim, why don't you just start us off with your uh, your question real quick? All right. <clears throat> The shits. Um, okay, so I was listening to All the Smoke, right? And uh, they had a good question they posed. I believe Jamie Foxx was the guest. And he, they said, if you could sit courtside at any NBA game in history, which would it be? Um, for me, it would probably have to be uh, – it's a few, but um, the first one that came to mind was I don't remember the year – but it was the uh, Warriors, I think, yeah, Warriors-Thunder game. 
on ABC. Oh yeah. Steph Curry, when Steph Curry like just completely showed out on national TV and like broke Twitter. Like I had never seen so many people at the exact same time just be like Steph Curry is unconscious, but like or just letters, like just pure emotion. That damn shot, bro. I was in a bar. We was in Chicago. I was walking in and I looked, I was like, oh, damn, it's a tight game. Motherfucker came with I was like, oh, shit. <laughs> Man, that whole game was crazy. It was wild. The whole that game was, was good. Yeah. You said you had a couple. What's some other ones? Uh, uh, Kobe, Kobe's retirement game, for sure. Okay. Um, yeah. Oh, and uh, the Steve Nash, Jason Kidd duo when they both had like those ridiculous stat lines. I don't remember the uh, the year. I'm gonna Google it while someone else is talking about theirs though. But yeah, I don't. Jason know. Kidd and Steve Nash just went at it, and they're like two of my favorite point guards of all time. So Kidd was in <laughs> Dallas. I mean, not Dallas, uh, in New Jersey. Uh, yeah. Oh, Kidd in Jersey. Oh, um. Honestly, I'm not picky. I like. I just want to say courtside. I don't even care. Like, it could be, <laughs> <laughs> it could be Hornets like, and Magic. You like, like, man, I wish I was there. I'm saying, like, it, I would take Hornets and Magic. Like, I don't even care. Um, but I don't know. Like, one that comes to mind, I guess, because of all the smoke, would be like that game. Um, that game when Baron Davis dumped over Kirilenko. Oh uh, yeah. Like just like that, we believe team. Like even though that yeah, was the series that they we lost, team. Um, but like like Golden State had like it had been so long since they had been in the playoffs, like, and their crowds were super good. Like even their like bougie crowds now are pretty good, but like back then, back like then. before they priced people out, like their crowds were just crazy, and that that city fuck with that team so hard. Mm-hmm. Um, so like when a lot of people when, he, <laughs> when Baron Davis detonated on Kirilenko, like, that place exploded. So, like, just being in that atmosphere, like, that would have been fun. Um, Kobe, Kobe 60-pointer, uh, of course, that one. Um, the Heat-Spurs game where Ray Allen hit that shot. That's one of mine. Yeah. Like, people had started leaving. Um, any game from, I think it was the 2009 first-round series between um, – Boston and Chicago. Mm. Like they had like mm. three or four games that went into overtime or multiple overtimes. Like that series was just crazy to me. Um, clearly, I didn't think about this before we <laughs> even <laughs> maybe 24 hours. Like I didn't, I didn't, I couldn't pinpoint anything because I was like, I, I'll just take court side. But and like, also, are, like, also, of course, like just legendary games. Like any of Jordan's, whatever Jordan went crazy for sure. Any of them, you can give me your pick. Um, I think just to see Jordan. Live and then to be able to see him courtside would be just a whole different experience. I don't think I want to go too far back though. Like I don't want to see. I was just gonna say like if if uh, if LeBron didn't choke that year, and I'm I'm not being serious, but like if the Cavs had beaten the Magic that year, like any of those uh, Kobe LeBron Finals games that we got robbed of. So, Tim is on you. But before you go, I just want to say it was. the Suns versus the Nets, double overtime, December 7, 2006, regular season game. Steve Nash had 42 and 13, while Jason Kidd had 38 and 14. How many rebounds he had? That motherfucker was a triple-double machine. 
I didn't look at all. Close. Like, <laughs> Los Angeles probably like nine. <laughs> like right there and shit. Well, Tim, like, I'll, I'll let you answer, but I do have a question for you to, afterwards. Like, kind of tell me what type of stuff they were, like, what games they highlighted. Like, once you go through your list. Oh, shit. I don't think that goes. I mean, just, just, <laughs> I thought you might have an example. Uh, uh, I, I forgot the games that they actually highlighted. Um, no, actually, my my pick, well, I think Jamie said it, was the uh, Game 7 of the finals for Cleveland versus Golden State 2016. Oh, yeah. That game, yeah. I yeah. definitely would have wanted to sit there courtside like, yeah, that was a wild game. The blocks and all, man, it was just, uh, oh my God. It was like crazy. the tension was crazy, <laughs> but like they actually, like the end of that game was kind of choppy. <laughs> like I think Golden State didn't score for like four minutes. <laughs> it was like a lot hey, of back That added to the tension of it. it added That's what I'm saying. Like it, yeah. would be, it would be like super high, like stress. Uh, but. Me and the mayor were on our honeymoon. We were in New Orleans and we found a bar to watch the games at. Like I will, that was yeah, that was a great finals. Mm. Very yeah, that was, so that actually was the, the J.R. Smith game, like that would have been nice. Like that game was actually that really was, good. It was a really good game. And I would have been confused. Like, what what? Fuck it up. <laughs> like just to be there. <laughs> like I would have wanted to sit next to. Yeah, I would have wanted to sit next to the uh, cast bench just so I could be listening. Like <laughs> to hear LeBron, like we had no timeouts left. Yeah, we had one. <laughs> Nigga. <laughs> yeah, I looked at the court. Like, oh shit, what's, what's the time? Like, come on, bro. LeBron on the court with his arms out, like just all kind of shit. But it, up to that point, it and George was Hill was sitting in the corner. Amazing game, bro. Man. It was a good fucking game. George, George Hill, Hill sitting in the corner, not, like uh, he did not have a good. I hate that free throw. He did not have a good series. No. Um, but, he'll get a in a couple months. Yeah, there's been a, it's a lot of games. Like, we ain't picky. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, did Tim so, give his list? Did you? Yeah, he said the game seven. No, yeah. I said that, was that, was, that was my That was my pick, and then you had said another one beforehand. But, uh, oh, I, thought I that's have you. one LeBron, LeBron versus the Pistons. It was a Eastern Conference finals, oh, I believe. Yeah. When he went off in all them threes, when everybody at that point was like, man, Brian can't shoot threes, and he like seven threes that game. I think they forced them to, yeah, they knocked the Pistons off. I forgot what year that was, but it was. Oh, see, I thought you were talking about the year that he scored like 25 straight points to beat the. To beat the Pistons? Yeah. Was yeah. it in the playoffs? Yeah. I think that and was he it. Scored he scored like 48 that game. Threes. I don't know yeah. how many threes he hit, but that was he, like the noteworthy like part. Clowning. Yeah, that was the game because I was like, dude, I, I remember that was, I was at that time, I was a little big Bron fan. Like, I had, I was, I think he was my first jersey. <laughs> I think he was my first jersey, but um, yeah, and I was like, dog, he was he was a monster that game. Hmm? That was the 2007 Eastern Conference Finals. I thought so. I thought it was Eastern Conference Finals. Yeah, that was he was wild. How many threes he hit that game? Like seven. I'm, I'm trying to find the box score. All right, well, but I just remember he he him like back to back. You just let us know fuck? what that number is when you get it. We're gonna keep moving because we got other we got we got we got a full slate. We got business. <clears throat> so. Um, if you've been listening to this podcast for any amount of time, you would have to know that uh, there's a team in Washington whose name we do not say. <laughs> I know. It has been that way pretty much since day one. Like, it just, we, I think we, someone said it, might have said it once. We were like, ugh, that, ugh, like, never again. Like, that's it. <laughs> so <free>. Washington, <laughs> Washington football team. Uh, 
But now money's talking. So some of their top sponsors took a stance. FedEx publicly requested the team change its name. Nike and Pepsi put out statements supporting Washington's decision to like review, you know, maybe in the name change or whatever. Nike also removed all the merchandise of the team from its online store. And the Athletic reported that it would not sell the franchise's items until the organization changed its name. You got minority owners looking to sell their share in the team. And I mean, like, they own about, like, 40% of the team altogether. Like, they, they want to get out of here. Yeah. Ski battle. And, uh, the pressure keeps going up. So Washington put out that good old statement saying, hey, we're going to do a thorough review of the name. And from everything that I've read, it pretty much means that uh, that name is about to change. It's just a matter of when. So, let's talk some, uh, first, how y'all feel about that? Because I think that's going to be a really quick answer. Yep, yep, yep. That's what I'm looking for. That's the daily double right there. (laughs) What'd you say, Tom? About damn time. Yep. Daily double. That's the answer right there. But they've been throwing out some team names. So, I just want to know which names y'all like the best. I'm going to just throw some out. Y'all Y'all react. Red Tails. Nope. You don't, you don't like how it's a play on the Tuskegee Airmen? Like you, you nope, like don't the, go, the don't, don't go from naming your team after Native Americans <laughs> or naming your team black. after black people. Most uh, of the team is black. No, still don't, I don't want, I don't want a Red Tails mascot. It'll be a plane. Mm-mm. I ain't going. <laughs> I like it. Or probably, Just, uh, yeah, it probably will be a black air. It would be a plane. You said a what? I mean, the Titan's got a big dude that's actually like the Titan looking dude. That's what a Titan is. Look. I know. So a red tail is a is a plane, though. Okay. I'm just I'm just saying like you understand. Warriors. People were saying they can uh go back and use the old logo when it was the arrow. Nah. Yeah. Because no, again, like Marquette <laughs> changed their name from the Warriors for this very reason. Like you're kind yeah. of just like and uh, shifting it from left hand to your right hand, like it's still the same. Proponents of this name though say like, hey, the Golden State Warriors use Warriors and it's not problematic. Like we can find a way to also do it. That's not actually problematic. Again, like because of your history, like you get strikes against you. So you need to move as far away from that name as possible. I was going to say, it depends on how much you trust that organization. So, you know, uh, Red Hawks. It's generic, but sure. Mm. Then they can keep, you know, they can keep the HTTR. They can keep the, the theme. Mm. They ain't gotta change their marketing scheme. They can just change one word. I mean, again, like if you're doing a complete rebrand, like shouldn't you try to go like the complete opposite direction, or do you want to keep like that same? Like, I think they want to keep just kind of swap out the the color scheme too. Everything else, like with it, is kind of like. I mean, they changed their name. They must have changed colors. Um, I mean, so you do you want to have them? Okay, so. There's because two trains of thoughts there. So you either are trying to appeal some to your fan base who didn't want you to change the name in the first no. place, or people who are te- who love the team. They love the team, so it's like that's their team. Like the Packers are green and gold, and that's what you know. The that's team fair. in Washington is burgundy and yellow. Like that's that's fair. It might not be burgundy, but you know what I mean. Like it's it's but the no, identity of that city's team. 
So like I can see if they kept the scheme the same and just changed the name and a new logo. You can like make the whole jersey and stuff look new, but you can keep the scheme and keep the color if you want. I can see the benefits of doing that. What's they state? Yeah, like, they want to be one, but they ain't one. But how am supposed to know the state bird? The state bird. What's the state bird? Like that's not something people just know offhand. I know. I'm just saying they can use that as a mascot. I'm not. I'm. I didn't expect you to actually know the actual state bird. I'm just, I'm just, just like, throwing it out. You know. How many I wasn't other? being like. I How about generals? Exactly what the name of the How about generals? Was. How about that generals? That was the team from the replacements. I ain't going. <laughs> the Washington generals, like they were in the movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't mind the generals. But going back to to the Red Hawks thing and like the whole the, the the discussion that we had, like I guess learning from the other Washington team that changed their name, like people that love the bullets, like they. Like the whole time that they've been the Wizards, like they've been trying to change the name back to the Bullets, and part of the reason that they changed their color scheme back to red, white, and blue was because people were like, "Oh man, I missed like all that stuff." So I guess if you are gonna change the name, learning from that whole debacle, like it would make sense to try to keep everything as close to the original name and mm-hmm. image as possible. But again, like if you're getting heat, we get like because of like the image of the organization being, you know, what it is, like maybe it is in this instance better to make a hard break, make a clean break with tradition and start something new just so people aren't. I would think that the the consensus of people just want the name changed. I don't think they actually care about the, you know, yeah, but I don't think they actually care about like the organization. Like they're just like, like, they just, then they, get that they just uh they, 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 they just know the name is wrong so they like let's get this out of here fam but that kind of lends credence to like the people that are gonna be like well it'll always be the redskins to me and like people will just like have to i don't know it just seems like a constant reminder that what we really like it's like if if you if people started white people started using a different word for nigga but you know it'll still like you want to say nigga right now you know what i mean like it's just a substitute for nigga yeah like we just disagree on that point then, which is cool. Uh, following the Washington football team, the Cleveland Indians have recently announced they were going to take a look at their own team name to determine if that needs to be changed. I saw reports today. <laughs> I know. Said, no, I saw, that shit. <laughs> like they just got rid of the, the racist. <laughs> they got rid of the racist uh, logo, I think, last year. And um, I was like, well, let's look at the name. But then the uh, athletic reported today, they're no longer looking into changing the team name, but rather the use of the uh, tomahawk chop, chop that they be doing in the audience. Come on now. We ain't going to change is, the name, the action of doing the tomahawk, but it, it, I mean, because that's racist, but we ain't going to change the other, we ain't gonna change the name. Fuck that. They probably they feel rebrand. as if, um, they probably feel as if they did, they, they probably feel their rebrand was sufficient enough by removing the logo. And th- that's all they're gonna give. That's what it feels like to me, at least. Like this is what, like similar to Washington. Like this is gonna be an instance where like they're not gonna change it until they're forced to. Because like mm-hmm. all these people that are putting pressure on Washington now, like it's been like you've been involved with this like as long as this has been a discussion point. So like why why are you just waking up now? Because money talk PR is making you 
I'm, yeah, I mean, I'm saying like the, the the sponsors, like they're like like Nike, Pepsi, FedEx, like y'all have all been in bed with Washington this whole time, and people have been saying this shit the whole time. FedEx Stadium. Yeah. <laughs> so again, like I don't think anything moves until like they're trying to keep they're trying to hold on to it as long as they can until like public sentiment forces them to like these teams are super like reactive instead of proactive. Mm-hmm. Typically, yeah. same thing with the Chiefs too. Like the Chiefs, like their their the history of their name is actually kind of worse. <laughs> um, like they're named after I think their mayor, um, a former mayor of Kansas City, that brought the team to KC, and like he had like a fake Indian organization. Like it was like a Boy mm-hmm. Scouts, but they were like they use like all Native American insignia and all that type of stuff. And he called himself a chief, although he was just like a white dude. Oh, gosh. Mm. So they're actually named after a white dude calling himself chief, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Super problematic because he was also racist, like clearly. But. Well, since you brought up the chiefs, though, let's talk about what they did uh, over the last couple of days. I know that was a perfect segue, but before I forget, LeBron had 48 points that game, seven assists, nine rebounds. He made two threes. Uh, he was just hitting long ass twos. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, Pat, Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, they've reached an agreement <laughs> on a five hundred and three million dollar ten year contract extension. So that means he's gonna be in Kansas City throughout. Well, through the twenty thirty one season, you know, theoretically. Allegedly. Um, yeah, with uh, with his landmark <laughs> payment though. Over the next 12 seasons, this man will have the richest valued contract in all of American sports. Yeah. That's a lot of money. That's a spicy meatball. It's like 140 of that million is like an injury guarantee. He also has like a no trade clause. Yeah. He has a no (laughs) trade clause. That's like the only thing guaranteed in this contract. That was going to be my question, but you can continue going over the Uh, No trade clause in the contract. He has the ability to have outs, Mahomes, um, if certain, quote, guaranteed mechanisms, end quote, aren't exercised. Um, he's going to get an $83 million plus. Mm, well, and that's how much you're going to get in signing bonuses from 21 to 23. Woo. The first three years are fully guaranteed. And then uh, starting in 2022, and for the next 10 years running, he will have a $1.25 million incentive for winning the AFC Championship game and a $1.25 million incentive for winning NFL MVP. Now, it's not realistic that he'll actually earn the whole 503, but the fact that he got it is, uh, is the thing here. Yeah, well... 503, so we already kind of thought that he was going to get more than around like 400 anyways. I feel, I assume he's going to get around like 400. Mm-hmm. But 503 is massive. Level. His his contract is complicated. <laughs> yeah, we ain't got to get um, into all the, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but a lot of people feel like, well, so they think about it, and then, you know, immediately they go to like Mike Trout's contract. Mm-hmm. And it's not the same because Mike Trout's contract is fully guaranteed. It was a 12-year, 420 points and 26.5. Yeah. But um, 
the, I guess the word of the day has been the guarantee mechanisms. Did you want to talk about the guarantee mechanisms real quick? It sounded like you you know what you was talking about. You you, you brought them back up. I was already past them. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> so, all right. I'll just try to give you a quick one. I'll make it fast. All right. So, uh, most years of the NFL contracts aren't guaranteed, meaning that a veteran could theoretically make it all the way through the preseason before being cut without the incoming guarantee. Uh, so, as an example, Larry Warford's base salary of $7.7 million for the Saints wasn't guaranteed this season. The team was able to keep him on the uh, roster throughout free agency, but once New Orleans drafted Caesar Ruiz in the first round, it no longer needed Warford, so they cut him in May for end up $7.7 million. So, pretty much once the day that you make the roster, it, when veterans sign extensions, they typically try to get in the writing that the organization will have to guarantee their salary at or near the beginning of the new league year in March forcing the teams to either keep them or cut them while uh, the league is still throwing around free agent money. So they're like, hey, by the first or second day of the new uh, league year, I need you to either let me go or keep me going so I can make this money with everybody else. Um, in Mahomes' case, for example, the Chiefs have to guarantee each of his salaries and roster bonuses by the third day of each league year. So in his case, well, you already ran down that, though. You already ran through that. My bad. But I just wanted to run that down a little bit. So for his guarantees and shit, it's really like four hundred and seventy-seven million, but if you get through the guarantee mechanisms, then it raises it up, and he get the incentives, and it raises it up to that five hundred and three. But it's just weird because none of this shit is guaranteed, and it's only based on if he's on the roster, which they don't plan on cutting him. But you never know; anything could happen. That's why he has the insurance money. But let's just say he gets hurt next year. Lord, I'm not trying to say that. Not for some wood. I'm sending some wood. So he can get hurt next year. He didn't guarantee his first three years because he's going to be on a roster as of March uh, when the league year starts next year. But after that, they can cut him and they off the books for the rest of that salary. That's how easy it is for them to get out of it. But they can't really trade him, but they can get out of it, if that makes sense. That's why I said it's kind of sucks for him because he don't really win anything in this, in, in this outside of the money. Honestly, because he's given up free agent contract years because he could re-up those. Granted, he has the outs, but the out more so it could be like 2025, but that's around the same time. I don't, that- I don't, I really disagree with that point. He is winning security. There is no football play. I mean, like, yes, theoretically he can get cut, but he is Patrick Mahomes. Like he has a True, $140 million injury guarantee. Like mm-hmm. regardless of such, he's getting 140. Correct. So he's already going to be set. Well, that's only if it's, if he has to stop playing because of injury. So, like, right. say he just like falls off a cliff, then his money isn't guaranteed longer than year to year. But he's betting on like. No, I get, what, I get what you're saying. Like, he's, what but saying. he doesn't like, have long term security. Like, that's what he's pretty much given up. Like, it's kind of up to the team, and they can kind of get out whenever they want to. I mean, you're playing against injuries, but that's an ultimate, like, yeah, I believe in me. Like, only Pat Mahomes can guarantee that contract. I can't think of any other NFL player that could get that. I mean, you can think about Lamar Jackson, but I don't know who would want to give him 10 off top. Like, he, he, he like, Pat he Mahomes probably was able to man, 10 years. Yeah, I the 10-year extension. Like, but he's, tie- like he's, tying, he's tying his salary up for 10 years. Say the NFL, like, experiences some type of boom and, like, Salaries oh, sure. triple I mean, over like the next five years. Like, whereas like his market value would be seventy five million a year theoretically. Like he's locked in for forty. You know what I mean? Like so. Yeah. Here's the thing with that too, though. Like this contract isn't going to play itself all the way out. 
realistically, no. they'll probably start talking about another extension in like 2026 or so. So like this contract itself is so monumental because one, like I was I'm just laying out my points clearly because I feel like I'm the only one on this side here. The 10 years shows just his staying power. Like that is a statement. Quarterbacks like to make contracts that make statements. That's what quarterbacks do. They want to set the market and be it. Now, you got Dak and you got Deshaun coming up next. And Dak will probably end up making more short-term money than uh, Mahomes does when he signs his next contract, just based Mm -hmm. on how the numbers are set up. But at the end of the day, Pat still has, like, that bragging power of, like, 503. Like, it's (laughs) (laughs) 503. And he knows himself he's not going to get that whole amount, but he believes in his talent. As long as he keeps playing at this level, he'll make that money. He'll make more than that, actually. He's only been in the NFL for three years. Like, it's not like he's old. Like, this is, I understand why he made this contract. This contract is dope. I love this contract for him. And um, I don't have an issue with it for him. It's just, I just don't want it to be like, oh, yeah, he just, I I wanted to, I wanted to actually be like laid out to like, okay, my man's got his money and I'm happy for him. I'm happy for him, but there are some. Yeah, because some NFL teams have their things. Okay. That's all. And I'm not shitting on his contract. I love that he got his money. Absolutely do. But at the same time, the NFL will NFL you. I hear you. So you got to kind of know the pitfalls that comes with this contract as well. Right. I already agreed. With, I hear you, boss. I hear you. Next pay-per-view coming up. If you're not a wrestling fan, you're probably like, I'm about to tune out. But don't. Listen to me real quick. <laughs> this is weird. I just, just trust me. Even if you don't like, look, look. Just stay with us for a second. Non-wrestling fans, okay? They have pay-per-view coming up. It's called Extreme Rules. It's going to be on the 19th of the month. They got a match. It's going to be these two wrestlers, Seth Rollins, Rey Mysterio, and they're going to be in an eye-for-an-eye match. Hmm. And that's exactly what it means. The person loses if one of their eyes is pulled out. That's ridiculous. That is one of the craziest things I've ever heard before. We'll see and how If you wanted some background on how we got here. So, <laughs> on Raw, Rollins grinded Mysterio's face against some steps, which resulted in a fake injury to his eye. Um, he also tried to do that to Rey Mysterio's son, but Rey Mysterio's son got away because other wrestlers came out and saved him. So, yeah, now they have an eye for an eye thing because Seth went for his eyes and his son's eyes. And also, Extreme Rules is going to have a tagline of the horror show. I don't know what any of this means. Probably because of Bray Wyatt and Randy Orton. They're having a swamp match. We got eye for eyes and swamp matches. I don't know <laughs> if that's your thing. <laughs> I'm sorry, what, what is a swamp match? <laughs> so, they're going back to Bray Wyatt's compound. So, you know, Bray Wyatt brought in Braun Strowman. So, Braun has the championship right now. So, Bray wants the title. So, Bray's trying to get Braun to come back to his side by like, hey, so he took it back to his original Bray Wyatt character with the dreads and everything, or the locks and everything. And then he is now inviting him back to, so Bray said, let's do it back at the old stomping grounds where I guess at the Wyatt compound, there's a swamp. So I'm assuming that they're calling it the horror show because these creepy motherfuckers is going to be fighting in the swamp. That's the only thing that's different about this show outside of an iPhone iMatch. match. Maybe that's a part of the horror show. Horror show. That's your thing, guys. Eric's like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> I mean, again, like I go back to what I said when they first started doing these quarantine shows, like 
excuse me, be creative. Um, like if there's any time to try some new shit, this is the time. Like now, nah, I don't know how they gonna retcon somebody losing the eye, like, <laughs> like to keep them going as a character. But maybe you know, maybe they start wrestling with an eye match. I mean, eye patch. You say? <laughs> there was a hand baby, bro. So this will figure it out. There was a hand baby. A hand. Baby. <laughs> Brandy Gordon has to lose that match, right? Like they can't put Rey Mysterio with an eye patch underneath a mask. The whole time for the rest of his like career can't or yeah Seth Rollins like it has to be Seth right. Well, I mean like uh, Ambrose is wearing eye, or at least the last time I saw him he was wearing an eye patch so maybe he probably really crap is that mile. I'm I'm trying to catch up on <laughs> AEW because them motherfuckers they over there they they be getting their shit off sometimes I'm like okay so I'm trying to like catch them when I can and just kind of watch a couple of them get familiar with some characters and stuff like that but oh speaking like, of. I've officially reached the point in my non-wrestling fandom, like to where I forget that it's Mondays or Fridays, and I don't even think about turning the shows on. Like there may be a tweet or something, but oh yeah, I forgot today's Monday, but I don't miss it. I don't know. That was just a a, a random thought I had. Sorry, Sam, you're muted. My bad. <laughs> Um, but no, did you see the last ride with Undertaker? No. Oh, dude, it's, it's really fucking good. I was surprised at first. I was like, oh, yeah, but they they kind of they kind of try to do like the last dance kind of thing, last ride. Blah, blah, blah. But it was really fucking good. It, like gave you some insight in it shouldn't take Taker, but I know you probably ain't gonna watch it. So um, <laughs> I didn't I didn't realize. Well, granted, it's I don't you need know. To give a spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. What's the uh? <laughs> What's the, I forgot the term that you used when you said the, the pretty much the creative direction is behind the eye of the person that's telling creative it. Not control. Necessarily. Huh? Creative control? Well, I guess, sure. Creative control is this is going to be Vince McMahon's through, to the end of time. But mm-hmm. for Undertaker's doc, it was from his point of view. So it, at one point, it looked like he was not burying wrestlers. And he was saying that how he was trying to put wrestlers on. And mm-hmm. then they started giving examples, which kind of I was like, damn. So it was like that Jeff Hardy match that everybody talk about when he him went against Taker. Mm-hmm. He went back there and he was doing like whatever he wanted to do. Like he's not used to taking, he don't take any type of bumps and stuff like that. But he was like, he was really trying to put cats on. He was mm-hmm. trying to make cats famous. Randy Orton, very first match. When him and uh, Taker had a match, that was one of Randy Orton's better matches. Uh, and everybody, a lot of people talk about that one. When he went against Taker the first time, Taker was taking a whole bunch of bumps that Vince didn't know nothing about. He went to the back. Vince was like, what the hell are you out there doing? He was like, hey, I'm trying to make the kid a star. Ain't that what we're trying to do? So in, Je- in Randy Orton's instance, I ain't got pissed again because I was like, damn, you really had a rocket ship to superstar. I'm like, you had the Undertaker taking bumps for you in like your first match on SmackDown? Well, not first match. But he was like, only a couple weeks on SmackDown? Like you really had a whole rocket ship. <laughs> you you had no choice but to be the champ. Like that's kind of weird and fucked up at the same time. But tell I be. It was good though. I will if you ever get the free time to check it out and you ever get bored enough, I check it out. If you want to dive into like a docu-series kind of thing for Taker. Oh. <laughs> nah. The WNBA and the NBA have both announced plans. <laughs> For names on the back of jerseys uh, during each league's respective restart in Florida. Um, so the NBA players agreed um, to have Black Lives Matter and other messages on their jerseys. They're also going to have a Black Lives Matter uh, print or 
have Black Lives Matter printed on the courts um, in prominent locations. And they're also discussing other plans to help players better use their platforms to help fight racial injustice. Um, some of, I'm not going to read all of the messages approved, um, but it includes Black Lives Matter, I Can't Breathe, Vote, Justice, Stand Up, so on and so forth. Um, say her name, mentor, I am a man, speak up, ally, anti-racist. So Wasn't on. one like uh, economic something? Group economics. There you go. Thank you. Would that be your uh, jersey? Hell no. Like, what does that even mean? <laughs> what does that even mean? Um, but yeah, but some I, of the players weren't uh, apparently happy about the options, though. Mike Scott yeah. was like, a, why we got limits on what mm-hmm. we can say. John Morant made a joke about something he wore on the back of his jersey that's not included on this list. The one we talked about last week? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, I, there was no way that the NBA was just going to let them put anything on the back of their jersey. Like, from an organizational standpoint, like, they're then liable for, like, they're liable ultimately, and like there's blowback that can come from certain messages. Um, so like they had to give them stuff to choose from, I guess. Um, I guess the problem is that they didn't get complete input and buy-in from mm-hmm. the players. So it's like you're giving me the option, but then you're limiting what my options are. So like maybe it was better to not. But I mean, like I don't know. We'll see. Like I, I guess. At the very least, like there should be something on here for everybody if they want to participate, um, or they can just have their, their name and feel like, you know, like that makes a bigger. They can make a different, bigger stand than just like what's on the back of their jersey. Mm-hmm. Fair enough. Hey, group economics, real quick. Um, I mean, I don't need the like literal definition. I mean, like what, like in this conversation, like what, what does spend what black, stay black, be black together? It is. Okay. <laughs> and I mean, like, maybe, maybe maybe that's, like, the point of the message or, like, using that phrasing is that it makes people then go look it up and, like, oh, okay, now I get it, but like, just yeah, from the initial list, like, it's kind of like, yeah. what are you talking about? I mean, because once you Teaching. read it, then it makes sense. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's working already. Okay. <laughs> Which one would y'all pick if you had to choose, or if you were to choose? Group economics? <laughs> Both. Vote for you. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I see. I, I want to go with like the 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 classic Black Lives Matter, but I also want to like I'm tempted to say say her name because I feel like women aren't like the the cases of women being mm-hmm. like victimized isn't like isn't as strong. So I feel like adding to that conversation is beneficial. Maybe ally. But that's kind of, I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to go with say her name. Yeah. Fair I, I was being honest, though. I, I would put group economics on the back of my jersey. That's fair, too. Was that your choice um, before we had this conversation, or like once you've heard what Tim read off? I was thinking about it before, but when Tim read it off, I was like, that's for sure. I was between that one and uh, hear us. I think in particular, too, as black women, I feel like a lot of times we're not listened to. Just period. I'm just going to leave that statement right there. Um, The WNBA 
in their union agreed to honor women who have died in connection to police action or alleged racial violence when their league resumes play this month. So their warmers are going to say Black Lives Matter on the front and say her name on the back. They're also going to have Black Lives Matter um, on their court. I did read, too, that um, they're going to be going super hard for Breonna Taylor um, throughout their season in various ways. So shout out to them. As a reminder to people, if you're listening and you have not yet called, matter of fact, if you haven't called in within the last week or so, why don't you call up some people um, in good old Louisville and, Kathy. And, demand, and demand some justice for Breonna Taylor. Matter of fact, I should just make that the whole uh, <laughs> episode notes. Just where to call. Um, um, if I go to see Kyrie, is that on there? What about Kyrie? He's having a, he's making a show about her. No, I didn't see that. Yeah, some, I don't know, he popped up on the phone earlier. I was like, hell? So he, Well, you go and find it. We're going to keep rolling. The WNBA also is going to be forming a social justice council that's going to be led by a few players with advisors uh, from Elisa, uh, Alicia Garza, the founder of Black Futures Lab, um, a political activist and co-founder of Black Lives Matter, Carolyn DeWitt, CEO of Rock the Vote, and Beverly Bond, the founder and CEO of Black Girls Rock. So they got some some people who know what they're talking about, helping advise their decisions, which is really tight. It would be cool if the NBA could get something like that too on their end, like bring in some people who are are skilled, knowledgeable, um, to help guide the players on some of the things that they want. One last thing on the WNBA, like they have their own kind of Donald Sterling situation brewing with one of the, she's actually a minority owner. Um, hmm. uh, with a dream, Atlanta right? With a dream, yep. Um, so, sorry, I'm trying to pull up her name. I think it's Kelly Loeffler. Um, she's a politician in Georgia. She's actually appointed to the Senate, I believe, either the Senate or the, the House of Representatives um, by Governor Kemp. Um, but she, yeah, Senator Kelly Loeffler, um, she objects to the WNBA's plans to honor Black Lives Matter movement, um, during their restart. Um, she actually put out a whole letter essentially saying that they shouldn't have Black Lives Matter and say her name on their warmups, like you talked about previously, um, and that they should instead all rally behind the American flag and have that oh, all over their uniforms. Oh, she straight to <laughs> Um... She said, and I quote, the truth is we need less, not more of politics and sports. In a time when polarizing politics is as divisive as ever, who saw that? Um, sports has the power to be a unifying <laughs> antidote. Um, and now more than ever, we should be united in our goal to remove politics from sports. Um, it's saying Black Lives Matter political at this. I mean, now it's politicized, but. I mean, they politicize Matt wearing a mask, so like that's very true. They, they, <laughs> facts. They facts, facts, the facts. When they started playing the national anthem in like 2009. This is out of order, but since you already brought it up, I'm just say this: <laughs> NFL. We didn't ask y'all to play the black national anthem before you games. I thought about it. No, Tim. I thought about the black national anthem over the actual national anthem. Man, I, I think the international played. players anthem over the American <laughs> hey, national anthem. I fuck with international players. But no, I was thinking about it. I was like, I was thinking about the words and shit. And I was like, you know what? I fuck with ours. The, at least just the first verse over the national anthem. Anthem's first verse. 
Yeah, but I think not. most people would. But that's not the yeah, point. Like every, we I didn't ask for this. A lot of people that actually heard it would fuck with it. And I was like, damn, would I want to hear that over the national anthem? Like, I would. I would actually like to hear that. Uh, granted, they're playing both. But I would, would prefer to hear the Black National Anthem because it's actually more inclusive than the fucking National Anthem. It's called the Black National Anthem. It's for us. <laughs> I don't want them to take it. It's not theirs to have. I don't want y'all playing it. It's the Black National Anthem. Y'all can, no, absolutely not. Not after what y'all did to Kaepernick. Absolutely not. And y'all won't even say his name and apologize. Absolutely not. Y'all are not about to play the Black National Anthem to think you about to I'm play like, but shit. If they get the regular National Anthem out of there and play the Black National Anthem, I'll fuck with it. They're never going to do that. They would they would be better off going to what WWE do and play uh American the Beautiful. Yeah, instead. Play a song that's just just play something that's not racist. Like anyway. And I was, it was funny, most people probably don't remember that they started they started playing the national anthem like two thousand nine. Like it ain't been the whole time. Yeah, because the Pentagon started paying for it. Um yeah. Politicizing, but, but but speaking of which, like in the uh, press release that the Washington Football Team put out, like they had a quote from Ron Rivera, and he just like shoehorned in something about like the troops, like respecting the troops or something like that. I'm like, what the fuck? We ain't talking about nothing patriotic. We ain't talking nothing about the military. Like there was no reason for you to include. Uh, you know, we have we have to make sure that whatever we do is respectful to the troops. Like uh, who who even. We ain't even know over there talking about that. Try us up. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, sorry. Wait, the, the quote was, this issue is of personal importance to me, and I look forward to working closely with Dan Snyder to make sure we continue the mission of honoring and supporting Native Americans and our military. <laughs> what the military got What? What? I mean, if you really want to talk about the military and Native Americans, you don't want to go down that route. What they got to do, and that's terrible. What they got to do with the price in China? Man, what? I said that in a Facebook argument, and the nigga didn't know what I was talking about. <laughs> no, I thought that was more popular, my bad. I just thought, I was, like, Tim set me up. No, nah, he's just stupid. <laughs> it's very popular. Like, Tim set me up, man. Oh, real quick, back, double back to the Kyrie thing. So, Kyrie's... Uh, Irving is producing Say Her Name, well, hashtag Say Her Name, Breonna Taylor, which will debut Wednesday at 7 o'clock uh, Eastern on the Players TV, Digital, and Broadcast Network. He's, he's uh, working with Common on it. Hmm. Okay, Kyrie. So, speaking of TV, Colin Kaepernick. Got to have another deal. It's a new deal every week for Cap. Everybody saying sorry about the NFL. <laughs> <laughs> He's going to be featured in an exclusive docu-series produced by ESPN Films as a part of a first look deal with the Walt Disney Company. He getting Disney money now. Mm-hmm. Mm. I feel like this whole episode has been us doubling back to previous points, but I do see a tweet here about uh, some of the players have chosen their back of the jersey messages. Oh, for real? Who? Yeah. What, what so what? I'll read down. Uh, Rudy Gobert, Yusuf Nurkic, Pat Connaughton, Myers, Myers Leonard, and Avisa Zubach all chose. No, equality. Sorry, Zubach said oh. enough, but uh, the other four said equality. CJ McCollum and Kent Bazemore said education reform. 
Matisse Thibel said vote, so did Mo Wagner, and that's it so far. Hmm. So equality, education reform, vote, and enough. Hmm. Good show. Well, Duh. it's still, a hey, we still on the same subject because Colin Kaepernick's deal with Disney is a partnership that's going to focus on telling scripted and unscripted stories that explore race, social injustice, and the quest for equity. Um, it's also going to provide a platform to showcase the work of minority directors and producers. Keep getting still, that back, Cap. And he's still one putting day the NFL gonna say sorry. I hope it. I hope it ain't in like twenty years. But one day, I want to hear it come out of Roger Goodell's mouth. One day. I wonder what history gonna say about this twenty years from now. You already know, Tim. <laughs> we already know who's on the right story. side and the wrong side. <laughs> no, I'm saying Cap's gonna, story with the NFL. It's gonna look just like how silly the civil right, like how uh, like the school segregation stuff look. It's gonna look just as silly. Like it's stuff where you just be sitting there like. Like, I, how do y'all not see that y'all being racist? Like, <laughs> and I just want to point out that's uh, like white people's grandparents. Like, that's not that long ago. Like, exactly. the same. No, it's not like, it's like great, 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 great. No, it's their granddaddy. <laughs> <laughs> they had to be like fifty. That's their that's right daddy. Like, <laughs> like he's seen all that shit and then pass it down to your daddy, who's seen all yeah. that shit too, and then pass it down to you, who ain't seen none of this shit but felt all that shit. Like, nah, yeah. bro. Like, that's what I was thinking about, like, when I watched uh, Remember the Titans, because it's like, those were high school students in the late, mid to late 70s. I'm like, my parents were in high school in the mid to late 70s. Yep. Like, <laughs> and guess who's in Congress? A lot of motherfuckers who were there before that shit. <laughs> 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 like, it was terrible. At least at All that right. point, there was some inclusion. <laughs> Let's go to the radio. All right. Right Who want to do cam part? Who want to explain to the people what the radio segment is for the new folks here? I'm the DJ. <laughs> I'm the rapper. No. <laughs> hey, <laughs> don't don't say what you can't keep up now. When we have you start hey, rapping on the bar, next radio. Yeah. I mean, no, I'm talking, I'm talking about where's uh, Fresh Prince. I know it's an interesting time for him and his right now, but <laughs> that's funny. wait, no, yeah, that's that's Fresh yeah, Prince, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's not Eric yeah. being right now. No. Um, oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I just knew it was a duo, a duo, and I think about it. Um, what did you ask me? Oh, uh, yeah. So this is WTCK Radio. Um, we're about to go into our backstage production meeting, um, or as Kim would call it, the backboard meeting. Uh, <laughs> Tim is the, the DJ. <laughs> DJ eat it from the back. Um, whoa, whoa, stroke. I'm sorry, <laughs> DJ stroke. <laughs> <laughs> wait, tell me, we're like, wait, I like the sound of that. <laughs> 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 See, <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> That's it. Oh, uh, it's a song that is produced, created, directed, choreographed, mined um, <laughs> by <laughs> a sports figure, whether it be an athlete. No, it's usually an athlete. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's it. I don't know. Yeah. I don't really be listening so, that far. <laughs> so, yeah, this is a, a, a segment we do every week or so. Well, we try to make it weekly. We haven't had it in a couple of weeks, but. Yeah, I was just ignoring you, Tim. Um, 
over there doing the robot. <laughs> right, he miming and stuff. He over there having a whole party. But yeah, it's a segment, uh, and we do it like a real radio station. So Tim about to be super geek. So yeah, backstage production meeting. We're talking about uh, what song we're gonna play when we go on air. Tim is gonna cue Dooch in. Dooch is uh, part of the radio station. He's our uh, our button guy. <laughs> I was trying to think of I was trying to think of engineer, but I couldn't think of the word quick enough. And the first thing that came up was the you know how engineers have the big old switchboards with all the buttons on it. So that's what I thought of. Never mind. Anyways, this week's track, y'all, is going to be Zoe featuring no. G. Huncho. TikTok. Do you know who G. No. Huncho is? I heard the name before. Jello. Yes. Oh, it's oh, right. It is. It is Jello. So you got Jello oh, and Zoe God. on this track. <laughs> now, y'all know I'm a fan of the Ball Brothers. Um, I don't know if Jello can rap. I heard G Huncho before. I haven't heard the music. I heard the name, so I'm assuming, unless it's because of this song. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm assuming. All right. Let's well, see. song you remember? TikTok. Zoe G Huncho. So do you want the the beat to come in, and then you start talking, or do you want to cue? Yeah, let play the music, music play. I haven't heard it, so okay. Let, let the music play. Let, let the beat go. <clears throat> All right, dude. We gonna count. I'll, I'll count you down. All right, five, four, three, two, one. WTCK Radio, 69.9 FM, where 69 is fine. WTCK Radio, 69.9, with 69 is fine. It's your DJ Mr. Oh, you know what? DJ Strong. <laughs> We got dope. As a youngin', pops had me doing pull-ups, got me big as fuck. Touch my nigga Zio to a mellow, I'ma fuck you up. Nothing sweet, nigga got a problem, leave it up to G. Know my fit from head to toe, all my shit say triple B. Shit ain't nice, they think I live this in voice the isn't great. my whole life. Why you niggas acting like you know me and we so like tight? What you know about running hooping, nigga, day and night? <laughs> my pops told me and my brothers, this, that shit that gets you right. Since a youngin', always went and did what they ain't wanna do. Now look at me. 20 years old, rocking my own fucking shoe. It got him sick. Niggas hate and be like, oh, he grew up rich. But nah, bitch, it took some time just like this rollie on my wrist. Yeah, new 41 millimeter, my time clock. I'ma jump out of face just like hopscotch. We turn nothing into something like Wala. Wild side junk, I had to paint that tie down. Kick my game like I play FIFA. Everybody around me a boss, we equal. Leave out my closet, fall like an eagle. Get like us, little bro, let me teach you. CO2 kinda nice. Hate it steaming like some rice. They be putting up a fight, and they numbers looking right. But we shooting at some knives. Told you once, won't say it twice. Fix your face, you look surprised. You know the devil will lie, and if she look good, he disguised. No, I don't need me a ride. I'm in the demon. You hear the engine is screaming. Hit the brakes, and then that bitch get the leaning. Spitting this crack, and I got him on Phoenix. Stay with three beats, cause my people are such a young nigga. Follow brand, I'm the man. No, we sticking to the plan. Popping bottles, spinning band. Zero two cost a grand. Ride it down for my fans. What's the beast without the sand? Ballin' hard, and you can't stop me. Or the pigeon that the pilot. I be running up the check. You in your mouth. Not the same mileage. Ignore the hate and keep it silent. Whip it so big, I need help just to park it. Make it happen while them people just talking. Yeah, new for the energy was so different from um how G Huncho started. Look, Jello, my boy. 
You might have to stick to modeling. I don't think rapping is your lane. Go back to do the modeling thing. And he can put on, though, by his brother. He wanted to get on track. He wanted to get on track and he put him on. He can't hoop. He can't rap. Like, he got the job. He got he got the uh that G League deal with uh the Thunders team. What happened to that? How'd he play? Did he do good? Did he play? Uh, the season the season ended. So oh, damn. Yeah. That's he had, like he just got it. signed right a couple weeks. Yeah. yeah. So did. Yeah. So he he just has pretty bad luck. Like I said, go home, be a family man. <laughs> No, he's too young for that. He's 20. He's going to be out. Yeah, he's on 20. He's yeah. trying to be 20. He got his own shoe. Fuck you mean? <laughs> <laughs> Triple B's he looking do. nice. Ain't that what he's doing? He got his own shoe. Uh, five-star recruit. How do you say uh, Don's little brother's name? McCure? Uh, what is it? McCure? McCure maker? McCure, McCure maker? McCure? Like Shakur, but McCure? I used to call it Maker Maker. For the sake of this uh, uh, conversation, we're just going to call him Maker Maker. (laughs) Maker Square. (laughs) (laughs) It made me think of making Maker dance to this. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, he committed to Howard University. Five star recruit to HBCU. Five star recruit. Mm He was some idiot on there. I seen the like, man. He paid him. I'm like, okay, the fuck. <laughs> they gonna get paid regardless. Why right. you pay the HBCU? Somebody's gonna pay him. The fuck. So you mad? And if somebody black, I'm like, I, I'm really sick of you niggas out here just hating being black, bro. I'm really getting oh. sick of this shit. I'm sick of this shit. I'm so sick of seeing you motherfuckers out here who be out here parading and trying to be all. I'm gonna, you know, be cool with the, the other black dude in the job and shit like that. Come up just rubbing elbows and shit. Yeah, you know, we you in the struggle together, and then your ass out here faking the funk and shit, getting mad at each other, nigga. Come up. Fuck y'all niggas. I'm sick of y'all shit. Are you venting about something that happened to you today, sir? Because <laughs> okay. you got- <laughs> if you felt the yeah. hurt dog gonna holler. Motherfucker. <laughs> he had a whole he tried to get off his chest. I understand. Hey, whoever that was at work who didn't accept <laughs> your uh fist bump. Hey, sorry. No, it wasn't even that. It's it's literally the come up to you and be like, hey, yeah, you know, grew up this, that, and the whoop, 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 and you know, I felt the struggle, this, that, and the third, and then you out here. I'm not talking about that person, but I said any dog that's howling, <laughs> any dog that's howling. If you felt that, you know shit, what? We gonna move shit. past. We gonna move. We gonna move on past. Maker Square, uh, make it, make it dance. He tweeted. I was the first to announce my visit to Howard and others started to dream. What if I need to make the HBCU movement real so that others will follow? I hope I inspire guys like Mikey Williams to join me on this journey. I'm committing to Howard U and coach Kenny uh, Balkini. I believe that's how you say it. Hashtag maker mob. So, Speaking of Maker Mob, though, like it just looks like somebody put them in a copier and like hit <laughs> like four times. <laughs> like, all four of them just the same. <laughs> <laughs> like Don Maker, Don McCur. There's one that came out last year that didn't get drafted, and then they have yeah, like, a younger like, one. Like they got, I don't know. It's a lot of it makers. It's a lot of makers. Is makers not the Kumbos out here, fam? Deep. Yeah. It's just like it's another one coming every awesome. every so often. <laughs> He's a Pause. That yeah. As I was yep. 
I knew it as I was starting. <laughs> it just kept coming. Pause. I so uh, Jamel Hill. Uh, she had pointed out that <laughs> um, despite con- uh, making up only three percent of four-year colleges in the country, HBCUs have actually produced eighty percent of black judges, fifty percent of black lawyers, fifty percent of black doctors, forty percent of the black engineers. 40% of the black members of Congress and 13% of the black CEOs in America today. They have also produced this election cycles. Only black female candidate, uh, Kamala Harris, who is a 1986 Howard university graduate. So mm. sometimes I wonder as somebody who went to a PWI, what life would have been like if I would have went to an HBCU. Like I, I said, I'd have had seven kids. I wouldn't have made it up. <laughs> <laughs> all that beautiful blackness you couldn't have just I wouldn't have made it nope not at all oh man not at all hey you know know your strengths I know myself <laughs> hey know yourself king I, I, I hear I know you. myself I wouldn't have made it one point that I was brought up and I don't say it's like to disparage HBCU so I know that they have funding issues but like if you want to compete with like the power conference teams like you have to be putting money into your programs like yeah because like asking these kids to sacrifice like they're one shot at playing collegiate basketball like you gotta make sure that you're putting the money into your facilities into your programs mm-hmm. um, they don't just get uh like, you guys money, money. And make them, huh didn't they get didn't they just get a whole bunch of money i i, I don't know <laughs> i would Where's assume though i would i would uh howard or you mean yeah. where's that? Yes, in DC. Yeah, I thought they just got like some money in, in uh, the the package that just came through the coronavirus package because they got some kind of uh, they got some program over there. They just, but yeah, when they came through with the CARES Act, they got a bunch of money in in that shit. And people was on Twitter all outraged. What is Howard get this money? Because <laughs> Harvard and Howard, I think, had just some money and some weird shit. But yeah, I thought they just got a whole bunch of money recently, a whole bunch of funding. But yeah, I, I agree with the funding thing. It's just also you got somebody. You got to make sure that we get the funding to go through the right way. We get boosters and shit like the white uh, schools. They got they got a bunch of them. So you you promote their illegal <laughs> activities. You just want them to just just hey, listen, right on. They us. know they exist. Everybody know they exist. Come on, and, now. and, and that like I'm supposed to shit. Uh, like the thing is though, like usually for universities, like their athletic department, like that's a completely different budget from the university. So if the university even got that money, like it doesn't necessarily transfer over to. Uh, the athletic program but like that does bring up a good point like it's up to the alumni and other members of the community to make contributions to these these programs right Uh, so it's it's easy for like you know on like Bronnie or Mikey Williams and all these people like to go to these HBCUs, but it's also like, okay, well, make sure that you put your money where your mouth is and support these programs like before the kids get there. So Amen. It, it entices them to go there. Uh, I'll, I'll just say this because, like I said, I didn't go to HBCU, but my baby brother do. So I rap Jackson State. That's my like HB. Like that's the only one I like check in on now because he mm-hmm. go there. Hmm. I wanted to go also, to family. You know, that's family the from I Mississippi, so. Yeah, that was always the issue. Is like all these places, like all these schools were in places that I was like, I don't really want to like. Yeah, like, like, uh, <laughs> like, <laughs> like <laughs> but I don't want to go like backwater Tennessee. Like, I listen, I'm college, but 
I'm not disrespecting my my uh, ancestral land of, of Mississippi. Uh, we got land down there and everything, but I don't think I would have wanted to go to college for four years in Jackson. Like that's your biggest. I've been. I. Mm-mm. <laughs> <laughs> we love y'all, but uh... right, we love y'all. Like for sure, for sure. I mean, y'all gonna see me in some Jackson State hoodies as soon as my brother bring them to me. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, nah, spending mm-mm. from eighteen to twenty-two in Jackson. What to make it? Like if y'all think <laughs> I'm, um... <laughs> made it. You really would have about eight, 17 kids. Ain't nothing else to do. <laughs> I'm wanting to make it. <laughs> so what a whole Actually, I probably would have. Low key. I probably yeah. would have. I still probably would have had like 10 kids, but I, I, I probably still would have made it. All right. Anyways. So updates on NBA players in and out of the Orlando restart. Let's talk about them real quick. Let's start with Brooklyn, just because they've been decimated uh, thus far. Spencer Didwitty and Tareem Prince both tested positive for coronavirus, and they're not going to be part of the team's restart in Orlando. So they join. We got who? Who else is out? KD, Kyrie, Jordan. Chandler, <coughs> DeAndre, and, uh, Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. DeAndre Jordan. Yeah, so actually, I have a list of who they do have at this point, and uh, <laughs> let's just say they're not winning the title this year. So, uh, <laughs> Chris Cohiza, damn near, Chris Cohiza, uh, Tyler Johnson, who they just signed, Karis LeVert, Aaron Temple, Jeremiah Martin, who I've never heard of before in my life, Justin Anderson, who they just signed, Timothy Luwawu, Cabro, uh, Joe Harris, Dizana Musa. Rodion's Karuks, um, Jared Allen, and then they have three open spots for substitutes. Man. Just signed Jamal Crawford. Ain't that what you are going? Yep. Just signed Jamal Crawford, <laughs> give him the ball and say go. <clears throat> See what happens. Just have fun. Might as well just have fun here. I did hear they're looking at Amir Johnson, but they definitely need some more bigs. Cause they for sure do. They have one Jared Allen. right now. I was going to say, Jared Allen's the only player they have over like 6'7". Yeah, sad for them. Um, also, Bradley Bill is sitting out. Um, he had an injury in his right rotator cuff for Washington. Victor Oladipo is not joining the Pacers um, when they go back down there. But Dwight Howard came out and said he was going to be playing and donating his game checks to the Breathe Again movement. Uh, and I think I saw something about Avery Bradley is still going to get a ring if they win. Yep. That's on your chickens before, on your chickens before they hatch, aren't you, uh, Lakers? Right. I don't find why they had to announce that right now. <laughs> okay. Uh, so when some oh. other Corona, oh, go ahead. So actually, uh, he is quoted as saying, "It's a very kind gesture on their part. Will I accept it? Um, I'm neither here nor there about it." Okay. Interesting. In other coronavirus news, the Bucks joined the Heat. Clippers, Nuggets, and Nets after closing their doors to the facility after a positive coronavirus test. Teams aren't expected to be traveling to Florida throughout the week, so I'm sure when this episode drops, we'll already have had some news about some travel parties because that's the way this always goes. But, um, yeah, the news will keep coming out. I hope everybody's healthy, um, not just in Milwaukee, just period. Mm, they started showing up today. To Orlando, Magic yeah. was the first team to fill up. Mm-hmm. Yep, yeah, because 
they're there. I forget which magic player that it was, but they were like, they kind of think that they got a short end of the stick a little bit because it's kind of hard for them to be so close to family and not be able to go while other players have at least flown to a different place. Okay. Like they'll be the most tempted to break quarantine because yeah. it's like the people's right there. Right. Like my mama is <laughs> 20 minutes away. 20 minutes. You right there. <laughs> There are some skeptics in both the MLB and NFL about their respective leagues' chances of actually having a full season. So MLB announced that their season is going to start on the 23rd of this month, and it's going to be a game with the Yankees and the Nationals. Um, at least four teams have canceled workouts this week because of virus testing delays, and several players have already said they will sit out this season. Um, Sean Doolittle, the Nationals closer, said, quote, we haven't done any of the things that other countries have done to bring sports back. Sports are like the reward of a functioning society. End quote. Which, he's not wrong there. Word. The NFL, meanwhile, they put out plans to cut the preseason in half from four to two games, and they're going to create like a 23-day um, <laughs> is that how you spell acclimatization? Is that how you actually spell that word? Okay, anyways. Uh, period in training camp to account for the likelihood that players will report to training camp less prepared for football after an entirely virtual off-season program. I'm just going to go on the record and say that um, the bubble concept has its, its problems. There's some things where we can see how this can go completely wrong. That being what? said, it is the best plan to resume sports in this current environment. If you do not have a bubble environment, I have very little hopes that you will have an actual season. I don't see how it works. There's too much going out here. I seen some article where they were saying that uh, they should follow suit with the NHL teams and go to Canada because Canada pretty much got like a hold of what's going on with the virus and the outbreak and stuff like that. And they got like their own little bubble situation up there in Canada with, for the NHL because they were starting their season too. Canada don't want all these Americans in there. <laughs> <laughs> well, we probably can't go there either. By the way, like, <laughs> no, the border is closed for the games. As far as I, as far as I'm aware, the Canadian border is closed to U.S. Uh, citizens. <laughs> don't blame them. Like that's part of the reason why the the Raptors had to come so early. Pause. Yeah. Um, because like trying to get across the Canadian border is difficult at this time, and that's why so they're in Florida already. It's just us, because Mexico, I think they closed their borders, too. If Mexico, Mexico yeah. should have closed their borders to us uh, four years ago. If I they was going to say, just on principle. <laughs> yeah, I would have been like, F y'all. <laughs> Stop coming <laughs> to our beaches. That's y'all punishment. No, I'm playing. We can't go to their resorts. <sighs> uh, definitely, <laughs> people are definitely traveling to Mexico right now. Like, for 4th yeah, of July. They just had, like, a crazy outbreak over there, so they're closing up all of that shit. It's a spike. The, the yeah. first, like we said, the first wave has not ended. We are, mm. we are just uh, ramping up into a bigger wave. That's all. Mm-hmm. This first wave is just ever going. Uh, NFL Players Association President J.C. Treader, he actually put out a blog post <clears throat> talking about how he feels the league is unwilling to prioritize player safety and that he believes the buyers will bend and that, and that they believe the virus will bend the football, which is exactly what the NFL is doing. Like they're pretty much like football going to be football. It's how we always do football. I don't Ooh. think that's going to work. Anyway, so 
Yeah, well, things working has never stopped. Things not working has never stopped the NFL in the past, so why would it now? That's true. Uh, the WWE unveiled a new United States Championship title. I don't know if you got a chance to take a look at it. I did. I, I think it's a, it's a clear upgrade over what they had. I think that's that's the end of my opinion. It's a clear <laughs> upgrade. I said, well, I like it, but I also said I wish they put this damn much uh, this damn this much work into their bookings as well because they did. It looked like they took their time and designed this one now because it's a nice looking championship. It really is, and it's about, it looks like it's about the same damn size as the regular championship or the big championship. Nah, you talking about the old gold one or the WWE Championship belt? I'm talking about the WWE Championship. Like the, the United States Championship looked like it's about the same size as that motherfucker. I think they all they were all pretty close in uh in size but that's just my rough eye guesstimate yeah true yeah it looks nice like the big old golden bird they made it real patriotic yeah they actually took away a lot of the red white and blue which made it look better like it was too much on the old one like it it was it looked like a color plate like it was (laughs) stupid looking i still fuck with cena's oh Anyways, uh, <laughs> so I, I want to talk about some some quick food stuff because um, we've been talking about some some heavier topics throughout the episode. So let's talk about food because we never bring up. I mean, we talk about food a lot. But anyway, Joe Thomas. This man killed me because I'm starving right now. Yeah. Joe Thomas said that throughout his entire NFL career as an offensive tackle with the Browns, he was conditioned to eat every two hours. His job depended on him to keep his weight up, and you need to eat a lot of calories when you're uh, that active. So I'm going to just tell you a day in his life of consuming calories. Breakfast, four pieces of bacon, four sausage links, eight eggs, three pancakes, and oatmeal with peanut butter, followed by a mid-morning protein shake. That's a wild shit. That's a whole day worth of uh, <laughs> food. Lunch, pasta, meatballs, cookies, maybe a salad. Wow. Uh, dinner. Thomas said he could eat an entire Detroit-style pizza by himself and then follow it with a sleeve of thin mint cookies and a bowl of ice cream, and then he would slurp down another protein shake before he went to bed. Uh, what is a Detroit-style pizza? Never heard of that. Yeah, I don't know if I've seen one before. I didn't know Detroit had their own style of pizza. I didn't I'm doing my Googles at this moment. Everybody look. I want to see what it looked like. Because <laughs> you know how we feel about Detroit. Oh, man. It's like a pan Jets. pizza. Yeah. Jets oh, is supposed I'm, I'm to be like a then. Detroit style I'm pizza. I'm with that then. That's a that's lot like of bread, pizza. Joe. Oh, that's a big, That's like the uh, fucking, what is it? The Little Caesars pizzas? Like Someone in Detroit is going to be pissed that you call their pizza Little Caesars. I already know. No, I'm well, like, like Little Caesars pan that. pizza looks just like this. You yeah, also exactly, say Rocky like, 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 exactly like it. I was going to say Rockies. Or that too. I'm going to give them a little slightly higher quality pizza. Yeah, yeah. I guess they would have. Do they have a Rockies in Detroit? Rockies is a Wisconsin uh, Jets. Jets pizza is supposed to be like a Detroit style type pizza. Just pizza is all right. Yeah. Their sauce is a little sweet for me, though. So if Detroit-style pizza has a sweeter pizza sauce, I'm not as here for it. But yeah. the actual like type of pizza is delicious. Uh, <laughs> Nathan's hot dog eating contest 
took place on the uh, 4th of July. I thought about the Jada Why July about August. (laughs) 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 Joey Chestnut and Miki Sudo, I believe I pronounced that correctly. They both won um, in their respective uh, gender class. Chestnut broke the men's record with 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes, while Sudo broke the women's record with 48.5 hot dogs. Hey, listen, bro. I was watching the end of that shit. I was watching the Joey Chestnut clip. Mm -hmm. I'm like, He's sitting there chewing on the same like three hot dogs and shit, but they it was caught. They were still counting points. I'm like, his last like two points. I was like, I don't know if he earned them. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look, play y'all gave this motherfucker two points, but I ain't gonna. I, I did solid, it, but it's the same two or three damn hot dogs he was chewing on with the bread. And I'm sitting there looking at it. It's like 73. I was like, how the hell did he get to 75? It was like three seconds left, and he was sitting there just scarfing on. He was like, gave him 75. I'm like, what the fuck? I generally don't watch videos like that because it makes my stomach turn to watch food get eaten that quickly. Oh, yeah. They, they got to hold that shit in. Yeah, that, yeah. Food, I'm very finicky, too, about, like, vomit and stuff like that. And I just, it's, it's a little too much for me. But so do they have just, to eat, like, the whole hot dog and the bun? or Yeah, yeah they normally dip it in water. And then they kind of just... Shit, he started stuffing both of them, bro. He said, fuck this bullshit. <laughs> but I kind of want to see 75 hot dogs in 10 minutes. That's a lot of hot dogs. That was wild, bro. If you had to competitively eat something, like, what, what would be your go-to? Chicken. Chicken wings, chicken wings. nuggets, yeah. chicken, chicken wings. breast. Wings. How many you think you could do in what amount of time? Mm, I could probably do... Yeah, I ain't competitive eating that shit. I feel like 50 in 10 minutes. Uh, oh no, in 10 minutes. You give me 10 minutes, I got time to uh, rest and shit. Ah, put down like 100. You can eat 100 wings in 10 minutes. I, mean, I can maybe put down 100. Maybe. You tell. I said maybe. Chill out, listen, maybe means <laughs> you're just saying God I said you ran a forty in two seconds. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like the one I always wanted to try is like one of them big ass steaks. It'd be like a seventy two ounce steak, and it's like if you can finish it, your meal is free or something like that. Like I don't know if I can do it, but I at least want to see like how far I can get. I I think one, I think one of my uncles could do it. He's, he's one or two like i have an uncle who does not like eat vegetables like he eats meat like he eats steaks and chicken and like if it's green he don't want it like i always tell him i'm not sure exactly how you're still standing here because literally all you do is eat meat and he goes i gotta take a lot of vitamins so <laughs> um yeah, if he ever does it, he won't let me. My uncles only post pictures of them because they like that's not the internet's business. Don't you put me on that? But <laughs> if the steak thing ever happens, I'll let y'all like y'all know. I'll talk about <laughs> it if he if he was successful on the show. But there will be no photos. There will be no uh, there will be no photos. Uh, Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson he had to issue himself an apology after he posted on social media. An anti-Semitic message that he attributed to Hitler and other posts um, in admiration for Louis, Louis Farrakhan, the Nash, or Nation of Islam leader. Um, on his Instagram feed, Jackson featured a quote 
they attributed to Hitler that said white Jews, quote, will blackmail America, will extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they are, end quote. Um, yeah, then as said, he also posted some posts um, expressing his admiration for Farrakhan. The Eagles responded on Tuesday by calling his post offensive, harmful, absolutely appalling, and said the team would take appropriate action. Uh, the team owner and the general manager are both Jewish men. Damn. Uh, Deshaun, I actually saw he said that he was going to be taking some actions uh, to help learn from his mistakes. So he's going to go forward. I don't want to speak too much of my thoughts on uh, Farrakhan. I still ain't forgave him for X. So <laughs> that's yeah. He got destroyed on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you can't yeah. do that. Like, yeah, you gonna get caught. Came out with his apology and shit. But I was like, boy, you stay fucking up, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, I guess that's, that's something I didn't realize until I became an adult. Like, how prevalent anti-Semitism can be with like, first of all, like as a kid, yeah. I didn't even know anti-Semitism was a thing. Like, I like aside from like the Holocaust, like I didn't understand that like there was a whole like the whole history of it so but like yeah. i didn't realize like how deep it got yeah and like i didn't like i guess they kind of broke my mind it's like how can like black people understand like discrimination and then turn around and discriminate against another group of people <laughs> there's also like very strong like homophobia so like i get that it exists i just still don't understand like how your brain can function that way to, yeah to, <laughs> like understand I, it like when it happens to you but then perpetrated on another group of people. I completely agree. Um, last but not least, our topic discussion. So UFC 251 is coming up. Have y'all seen Fight Island? Have y'all seen the actual pictures? It's actually kind of gorgeous. I'm not going to lie. It's kind of player. Um, where, where is this taking place? Uh, Abu Dhabi. Or, oh, yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, I, I, I believe so, but yeah, it look it looks oh. better than the it looks better than the fire festival. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's still like when I think fight island, like I think of Mortal Kombat. <laughs> I don't blame me. This is a nice little complex you got. If mm-hmm. this is what I'm looking at. All right. Well, that's it for that. We got a couple blow the whistle, so we're gonna get into that. All right, now that's enough out of you. You know what? Tease ass up. Uh, blow the whistle. <laughs> we got a three for three right now. So, Tim, go ahead and start with the blow the whistle segment. Fuck this week. Go on ahead, brother. Oh, man. No, I was just saying, fuck these uh, motherfuckers out here who um, are defending the racist names without. So, I've seen, like, for the Washington football team, for example, there have been a lot of people who are not Native American trying to defend why they should keep this racist Native American name, even though there's been a bunch of people saying this name is racist, just leave it alone. Same thing with the Cleveland Indians, or with the Braves, or with whoever the fuck has a racist-ass name. I'm so sick of you motherfuckers out here being racist as shit, but not realizing that these shits are offending other people. If it offends other people who actually is, is whose nationality or culture or whatever, 
who it's about. If that people feel offended by it, you have zero right to tell their people how to feel about it. Same thing goes with Black Lives Matter. The same thing goes with telling anybody of Asian descent. Like, don't tell people how to feel about their own shit. It's just that simple. It's just that there's some point of whistle on all you racist motherfuckers who are here defending. Yeah, it should stay the Washington Redskins. Like, fuck that shit. No, it should not. If they say that, oh, it's just been an issue recently. No, it has not. It's been an issue for years. And you discreet as fuck. You just started listening. Oh, you're complaining about everything. No, we've been complaining about a lot of things. You motherfuckers just wasn't listening. Now that you're finally listening, you're like, damn, damn, it's a whole bunch of shit wrong in the world. Yes, yes, surprise, motherfucker is here. <laughs> it's funny to me, <laughs> like, sorry, catch you off. Like, I just think it's funny, like how um, every time somebody on that side of the the argument wants to throw out like the next step, like, oh, like now, next thing you know, they're going to be telling us to uh, stop flying the American flag. Yep, that's a good idea. Or, you know, <laughs> or yeah, you just want to take down statues of everybody. Like, what if they took down the Washington Monument? All right, cool. Yeah, slaves. Like, I don't care. Like, fine by me. Um, and also, we're changing shit. Yeah, like, I'm not saying, like, I'm not riding hard for it, but, like, if that's where y'all want to go with it, cool. And also think about like when Bomani Bomani Jones wore that Caucasian shirt like, out of the Cleveland Indians, and like white people got mad. Mad. And it's like how do you, how can you not? But you don't. It's the same. No, it's the same shit. So how are you not upset? About, how are you upset about that? Well, that's well, that's just well, what? Well, what? <laughs> well, what? Because whatever you're going to say is going to contradict everything you're about to argue against. You know you're going to argue against yourself. You know it. And yet yeah. they still fix their damn lips to open their mouth and say some bullshit every time. That's like when they always find a tweet for something that Trump does that he said the exact opposite for like, before he was arrested. Speaking of Trump, why? I was talking somebody else uh-uh. said they want to uh-uh. have uh-uh. Uh-uh. Hey, 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 he keep part of my blow the whistle, so don't don't oh. don't, don't, oh. don't steal okay. some of my uh, thunder. Oh, okay. Well, I, I throw it in your blow the whistle. Okay, cool. <laughs> cool, 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 cool. <laughs> so, so actually, I'm blowing the whistle on his bestie, uh, Vince McMahon. Um, like just 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 bear with me because I'm gonna get there. But the WWE has apparently instituted a new coronavirus oh, yeah. policy where they will be finding employees and talent that don't wear masks at their taping. The only time that people can be without face coverings while on the premises is when they're on camera. So I'm blowing the whistle on Vince McMahon slash WWE because like this is the same company that bribed the state of Florida so that they could be open at the beginning of the pandemic. So that they could be exactly. open through right. So you have endangered your employees by staying open this entire time. Like now you get an outbreak and you want to crack down on them financially, like your penalty is financial for people that you already exploit financially. Like they gotta recoup the money. Yeah. So if like, I'm gonna give it to you, you might as well give it right back. <laughs> and again, like what message are you sending that you're not that you have these people wrestling and being on camera without masks, but then as soon as they're off camera like, you recognize the importance of masks, but you don't want to acknowledge, one, that we're in a pandemic, and two, that people should be wearing masks. 
he don't recognize the importance of it. He recognizes the importance of his business because every single week, I was pointing out to Sam, ever since they was uh, opened up as an essential business, every week he brought more and more and more. I was like, every week Vince is sending a big fuck you to the face because when they had, uh, I forgot who championship, the Intercontinental Championship, when Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles was out there talking, they didn't have to bring the whole locker room out there. Why you got the whole locker room out there, bro? <laughs> Why is the whole locker room out there? On top of, they had like four or five refs out there. On top of two people in the ring. Like every week, and then he read the crowd, and the crowd was getting bigger. I'm like, Sam, they bringing people in on the crowd, bro, because the crowd was slowly getting bigger, bro. And all of a sudden, everybody got masks on. I'm like, but now this decided to send that fuck you every single week. He started this show. He brought more and more people in rings and segments and backstage segments and everything like that, making sure nobody's social distancing and having like plenty of people around. Now all of a sudden, it's an issue. Fuck Vince. When yeah, you? I mean, I was, I was uh, just what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to uh, his his bestie, uh, forty five Donald Trump. That man said that uh, the Papa Wallace news accident incident was a hoax, and he talked. He tweeted about how he was waiting for an apology from Bubba, and how NASCAR's ratings yeah. have gone down, down, down since they got rid of the flag, flag, flag. It's a lie, lie, lie. <laughs> <laughs> um. We generally don't like to bring up the name of uh, that man. Donald J. But I just want to bring this up because there are people who agree with 45 and they thinking that Bubba owes them something. First of all, Bubba don't owe y'all nothing, okay? <laughs> he owes you absolutely nothing. If we want to talk about particulars, he didn't even see the news. His team saw it and called NASCAR, and NASCAR did what they were supposed to do. And called the FBI because that right there was a noose. There is no question about it. You can argue that it was being used as a pull rope, but that, nah, that is not a pull rope. That is. You don't believe it? It's in the FBI article. It says noose. They found the noose. (laughs) (laughs) So we were all very, very happy, very thankful that uh, it wasn't put there for Bubba. Question still remains: Who tied it in the first place? Because whoever did that, racist. We don't just tie nooses. Anyways. I don't think that uh, finding out that that incident wasn't a direct attack at Bubba diminishes the unity and display of love that NASCAR showed to that man. It does not make that moment less special. It shows how serious they are about making some changes. And uh, as NASCAR said, their ratings have actually gone up. So, I mean, it is what it is. You mean that Twitter account wasn't factually accurate? Bro, wait, so now back on this motherfucker. So earlier today, I had a conversation with a co-worker about this motherfucker, right? And I was mm-hmm. and he he was like, Well, let me just tell you that uh he he's the best president that we've had we've had in a long time. And I I was like, You tell you right me, there, I mean, there's I, nothing that this what, man <laughs> I said, Tell me one thing that he did good. Just tell me one accomplishment this motherfucker got. Just give me one, any of them, don't matter. And he was like, Well, I'm gonna just let you know that you know great things are coming. I'm like Tell me one. <laughs> Just give me one. Great one. things are coming. So I went to, I went, I typed in on the Googles, Donald Trump accomplishments. And so it popped up on the White House. So now if you look up Obama accomplishments, there's several different news feed, uh, sources that have all his accomplishments while he was in office. The whitehouse.com was the first one that I saw. So I clicked on it. Oh, this ain't, this ain't going to be good. I click on whitehouse.com. I swear to God, this nigga was in his room one night typing all his accomplishments in. Because all of them are phrased the way he talks. <laughs> Every single one of them is like, oh, we have uh, jobs increase for African-Americans by this part. 
uh, jobs increased for this this community for this, by this amount. And it was like uh, the biggest increase we've had of all time. This one here, and biggest increase of all time. And this one, very great over here. I'm like, bro, I'm reading. I'm like, he, it's like he's talking. Like this motherfucker did his own accomplishment. <laughs> so if you if you have the time for a laugh, go to the uh, White House. I don't want them to have my click. accomplishments. And it's hilarious. <laughs> I don't want my user history to reflect such things. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> what would the people think if they saw, <laughs> saw my search history? I was, hilarious. I was like, dude, he ain't even, somebody else didn't even write his shit. He wrote his own shit. <laughs> On that note, you know how we feel about that man. Uh, Back. <laughs> cue up the YG and Nipsey Hustle. That's all I got to say about that. <laughs> Tech Top 5 time. 5, 4, Three, two, one. Tech Top 5. Last week's Tech Top 5 was the cookout plate draft. Ken won that with his 2.5 meats. <laughs> <laughs> Shout he out to you, sir. Meat plate. Man, when he had all ribs. Is full of meat, bro, and he wins all the time. Ribs. What do you have? Ribs, hamburgers, spaghetti, freshly squeezed lemonade. The freshly squeezed lemonade and the spaghetti probably was cheesecake. Off and the cheesecake. Yeah, he had ribs and burgers though too. Like people love ribs. Like I can get why he won. Mm-hmm. I get why you won. Um, rest of us like tied. Everybody like split. Yeah, it was like split split. Uh, I feel turnout week. though. Like, yeah. This week we are doing uh chip flavors. So like you know. Types of like, chips. Before we move on, Tim, what was your what was your vote for best plate? Oh, uh, I like boots plate. He had the wine cooler. That's that's what that's what drew uh, Tim in. <laughs> uh, he had the uh, mac and cheese too. Yeah, first pick. That was it. Was it was a very solid. Uh, it was a great pick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So yeah, chips. We are all freestyling this completely. So. Bear, what is this? We 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 ponder on our favorite chips. Tim, mm. you are like the chip man, though. So like, <laughs> but that's the problem because I like a lot of them. <laughs> um, let's see. Number five, I'll go with sour cream Pringles. Sour? I didn't even think about Pringles. <laughs> sour cream Pringles. Um. Number four, I'll go with uh, Cheetos Puffs. I like Cheetos Puffs. The Puffs are a nice change of pace. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, like, they, not, the yeah. as a fluff, it makes it, it tastes just a little bit different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, number three, I'll go with the what's the, the crunchy curls Dittner's crunchy curls number three <laughs> the hood classic the hood classic the uh number two I'll go with the regular flaming Hots because you know I just love the Flamin' Hots and shit actually yeah and number one I'm gonna go damn flaming Hot hmm. popcorn <laughs> <laughs> right. no I yeah I do like Hot spice. He, yeah, we know Tim. Tim does enjoy his spice. Tim looks like he put like hot sauce on his hot flavors. He do. I put hot sauce in my popcorn. Oh, pop, uh, hot sauce and, uh, and seasoning season salt on the popcorn. Mm-hmm. Hot sauce on my burrito, baby. <laughs> uh, I got uh, to the middle, 
It's going to be too much on the body. Right. It's finally right. catching up. Right. So five, I'm going to go with chili cheese Fritos. Mm-hmm. Four, honey barbecue Lay's. Okay. Three, cheddar and sour, cheddar and sour cream Come on with ruffles. it. Come on with ruffles. it. Yep. Uh, two, plain Lay's, like the classics. And one, flame of hot puffs. Mm. Y'all with the flaming hot? Now nah, I'm gonna give you a little cheat code. If you combine the flaming hot popcorn with the uh, ruffles, cheddar, and sour cream, stay many heat. Actually, yeah, uh, flaming hot. Maybe it was flaming hot ruffles, or is that a flaming? Yeah, they, do. Yeah, they got pretty that. good. Yeah, they're not bad. All right, number five. I got honey barbecue twists. Those uh, the Fritos look like the little corkscrews. Mm. Love mm-hmm. those. Uh, four salt and vinegar lays. Mm. Hot popcorn and those too. That sounds like it would actually work because of the uh, the, the, salt the, uh, the salt with the, the yeah. That's my second favorite. Sour cream and cheddar ruffles, Cheetos at two, and classic like plain lays Cheetos. plain Cheetos, classic. And then number one, classic Lay's, plain potato chips when they are fresh and they got that, they're right, like, like they, they're not the stale chips, they're like fresh and they light. <laughs> Nothing better with that salt. The greatest. You eat with the sloppy joes, dog. You said what? You got to eat them with the sloppy hoes. Facts. They are a perfect companion to sloppy mm-hmm. joes. You ain't say joes. I know, but we don't acknowledge. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, some sloppy Joe sound banging right now. So, no, on that note, because that it's right. time to eat. It's time to eat. So we're going to show no. right here. <laughs> the mayor's, e- mayor's ears just perked up. We're going to show right here. Uh, we hope y'all enjoyed. Congrats once again, Ken um, and on Britt the on the new edition. Um, we hope y'all enjoying the family time. Yeah, yeah. Name is cold. Beautiful. Um, I don't know if we want. He, if he had to, a daughter. That's what he was. <laughs> we gave it away, but if they know the lyrics, if they know the lyrics, they don't need to know anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> That's the show. We hope you all enjoyed it. If you were new here, we hope you come back. We hope you enjoyed yourself. To all of our fans, we appreciate when you uh, get a chance to stop in. We hope you come back on a more regular basis. And to our fans who check in with us every week, we know, man, we really appreciate y'all so, so much. And shout out to yeah. OnTheWalkie.com for a little show sure. on the on the pod. For yeah. sure, for sure. Complete shock. I was like, oh, us? <laughs> Surprise. <laughs> oh, what? How? How? But um, that's really tight. And if they sent you here, let us know. Uh, yeah, if you if you knew here because you saw that article, yeah, get at us. Twitter, Instagram, one of them things that Tim said at the beginning of the show. Let us know. Uh, but if you want to follow me personally on social media, you can catch me at Camille. Wait a minute. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna give you time. My fault, fam. Had to, had to wait. You had to wait a minute. <laughs> hey, the, 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 the chemistry off. It was a week off. I, my fault. My fault. That's just been two uh, weeks since y'all been on the same show. Yeah. No. Wait. Yeah. Was it? Last week you weren't here, but Cam was here, and the week before that I wasn't here, and now Cam ain't. Dang, he has been. That's why it was off, Tim. Oh, okay. 
I was still alone, but you were off. But that's okay. That's what I was talking about. I said that's why I was off. I, mean, I think it's been over a month since we've had all four of us. All four of us, yeah. Man, when that episode comes, I tell you. Hey, dude, should we come to your crib? <laughs> no, we not. Uh, <laughs> I don't know who the fuck we is, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> we staying right here. <laughs> Unless we're gonna have mask on the whole, you can't do no show with no mask on. That's a terrible idea. I mean, according oh, to Vince McMahon, you can. <laughs> Call that episode the Vince. <laughs> Anyways, if you want to follow me on social media, you can catch me. Wait a minute. On the Twitter, Instagram, uh, PSN at Camille Monet, C A M I L L E M O N A E, because your mom is fancy. Oh, thank you, Fake Ken. <laughs> at Bucks Burner on Twitter. That's all you get. Yeah, damn right. And the uh, Harris, K Harris underscore the underscore gentleman, right? Two sixteen. Nah, oh, it's okay. every day underscore gentleman on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. K Harris two sixteen on Twitter, on Twitter. Ah, Snapchat. and Snapchat. Yeah, the birthday. Um, hey, Mr. Boy. <clears throat> T-I-M. Who's our boy? K-I-M-Z. <laughs> Be my mother. A.K.A. Sketchum. A.K.A. Mr. Give it to me. A.K.A. Um, DJ Stroke. You know what? I'm going to hit y'all with what my granddad hit me with. I see y'all when I see y'all. And if I be there, I'll be there. But if I don't, I won't be. <laughs> I thought about I you, my guy. That sounds like something that would come from your family, fam. <laughs> Say that one more time for me. You one more time. Me, I, I see you when I get that grandson, but if I don't, I won't be. But if I see you, I'll see you. It's like, what? Like you just said something completely different. Was it? <laughs> Was it? See y'all. Holla. Bye, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media.